Welcome in, everybody. Hey, welcome. Hopefully, you moms, you just had a special Mother's Day weekend. Yes. And we just love the moms that are out there. And love them. We just appreciate you so much. Yep. So happy Mother's Day to all you mamas out there that may be listening. Yep. Yep. And we love uh, you guys. We do. We love you. Absolutely love you. And it's awesome that you're in our lives. We wouldn't be here without you moms. We would not be here without the moms. And, uh, and I'm not going to get into this, but I just heard this really cool thing about, uh, labor and labor pains and how some of us may be going through some labor pains right now. Yeah. And for moms, every mom goes through a labor pain, but as soon as they see or hear that baby, all those labor pains are taken away. Yeah. And you know what? It's funny because a lot of moms don't even remember them. Yep. You yep. talk to you like, like, Oh, I didn't even know it was that hard for me. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I know. And so anyways, we don't want to get off the track, but we just really thank you moms. And if you are going through labor pains right now in life, yep. just know that there's going to be some sweetness at the end. Yeah. So last week we talked about the ox anointing mm-hmm. and the way of an ox. Yep. And so we teased it. We said we were going to have a special guest on today. And so we have brought in somebody from our community yep. here in Running Springs yep. who has had the ox anointing. Yeah. And I'm just so excited because a few weeks back we shared the verse, uh, Proverbs 14, for where no oxen are, the trough is clean, but much increase comes by the strength of an ox. Mm-hmm. And so I think that you guys are going to hear about the strength of this ox and just what he's done in this community and just what he's done in his life. So let's go ahead and let's bring on Tom Guffey to the table. Welcome on, Tom. <laughs> Tom, you, welcome, man. Welcome. Thanks. Hey, Tom, we were just introducing you, and and we've been going through um, this, not necessarily this series, but last week we were talking about the ox anointing, and the ox anointing is basically like an entrepreneurial um, pioneer, pioneer, one that just forges through. And so we consider you as an ox, as one that is – like that, that's a pioneer. And so guys, Tom okay. Guffey, he's just a great friend. He's a great um, man in this community. He's a manager of the local uh, store here where where we can all go to grab our goods and stuff like that. And so Tom, we just want to thank you for just taking this time with us. Well, thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate it. <laughs> so Tom, we'd, we'd love it if, um, if you could just tell us a little bit about yourself and um, just some of the things that you have done up here on the mountain. Well, um, I've been on the mountain since 1991, so uh, just about 29 years. Okay. And uh, my brother, I had an older brother that had moved up here in the 70s and sold real estate for Bill Baker, for those of you who know him. Yep, um, yep. So he was up here, and he, was, uh, he sold real estate. He moved off the mountain for a time and then moved back, and... Uh, he started a business up here uh, back in the 90s when real estate values had fallen, 89, 90. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it was uh, uh, contesting assessment appeals on uh, on people's property. And uh, so he was very successful at it. And he called me one day. At, at that point, I was working in El Monte, driving from up here to El Monte every day. And oh, wow. he says, hey, this is, this is a good business. You know, can you come help me? And I jumped at it. So, uh, and at that point we moved to the mountains and, you know, we never looked back. I worked for him for, uh, goodness since 19 or excuse me, till 20, I think Oh seven from, uh, until Oh seven. And, uh, 
he went on to build a Valero station, uh, right here in running spring. You know, I, I remember everybody telling him it would never work. You know, we didn't have anything like that at the time, mm-hmm. uh, up here. So, uh, he bought a piece of property and built it and, uh, he had a lot of struggles doing that, but, uh, nevertheless, uh, it was very successful and, uh, we worked in that and he ended up building two or three more. So he was actually the more of the entrepreneur, if, if you will. And I, I basically worked for him and I was, I was glad to do that. I was happy to live on the mountain. I, I, I absolutely love the mountain. Yeah. And, uh, so that, that's just a little bit of, uh, yeah, where, where I started up here. That's awesome, Tom. And, uh, and I, I know you as, um, as just a great uh, Christian man, you know, I've heard uh, some of your songs where you've sung and just uh, kind of want to know a little bit more about that. Like as far as, um, as far as where you're at kind of like right now with, with your, you know, with your walk, with your singing, are you doing any more of that? Yeah. You know, I, I was, uh, I'll just give you a real brief history of my, my Christianity. I always tell people I was, practically born in the church, little Baptist church in Ontario, very conservative. Uh, and, uh, all my life, that's all I remember is going to church three or four times a week. And, but as I got older, you know, that church was filled with rules and regulations mm-hmm. and the length of your hair and how you talk and how you <laughs> yeah. look yep. and stuff like that. And as I got older and, and Calvary Chapel came into the scene, uh, with Chuck Smith, you know, mm-hmm. some of our youth group snuck down there. To Costa Mesa, I remember, and it was, uh, it was just, uh, it was wild actually. Yeah. And, but, but what it taught me was that it's not about what you do. It's not about how you look or how you talk mm-hmm. or, uh, how long your hair is. It's about what Christ did for me. Yeah. Right. And it's not about what I do or what I can do because we're all sinners. Yeah. Like every single one of us. Yeah. And, uh, not about what we, what we do. It's about, you know, Jesus loving us and dying for us. And so, uh, that's, um, you know, that's when I moved to the mountain, uh, it just, it kind of, I was still, you know, back and forth in the conservative thing, but mm-hmm. there was a point where I just, I, I heard an illustration once and it said that we're, we're like, we're like a peach seed. Uh, a peach seed, you know, is, is like cold and it's, it's rough. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of just yucky. And that's us as Christians. We're sinners. And that's <laughs> yeah. what we are. And then, and then, and then Jesus, Jesus wraps himself around us. Mm. And that's the truth part. Mm. And when God looks down at us, even though we're sinners and we're that cold peach seed, he doesn't see that. He sees Jesus covering us. Yeah. He sees that beautiful peach. And, uh, and that, that. I, that illustration just always said, it doesn't matter what I do. What, no matter what I do, Jesus will love me no less than normal. And uh, I was just, uh, that's kind of, you know, where I've always been in my life. I've, I've messed up many times, uh, but God has always been right there for me. He's never left me. That's awesome, Tom. Hey, uh, just kind of on the same subject. Um, so I was reading the other day off of this post. So um, this this guy, the CEO, he was talking and it's a bit a CEO of a big company. And so he was, he's, he's really been making a, a, a big stand on Christ right now, just that he's a Christ follower and all that. And, and in the industry that he's in, it's, it's, uh, not all the way welcomed all the time, you know, because it's not really supposed to be spoken of. Um, anyway, right. so he was talking about 
how he sees himself as a pastor. So his dad was a pastor. So he was raised by a pastor. His dad's a pastor. And so he's listening to, or he's talking about this and I'm just kind of reading this and he's saying that he's the pastor of his company and that he looks at that as his ministry. Cause a lot of people will ask him like, Hey, what are you doing for your ministry now? And he's like, well, actually i consider myself as a pastor, as a shepherd of all these people. I'm trying to always do what's right. I'm trying to live the example. I'm trying to be the example. And Tom, I really see that as you in your position now as, as manager at Jensen's because you have, um, you have a great dynamic there of people that you work with, of people that are coming in from the town, of people that are constantly watching you. And I know uh, for myself that in this town that sometimes you could feel like that you're in a fishbowl. But I do think that you do a great job with that and that you've been doing a great job with that. And I just wanted to encourage you with that. I appreciate that. And yeah, I, it's very much so uh, this is a bit personal, but a couple of years ago, after 35 years of marriage, I went through a divorce and, uh, I just really struggled with that. And, you know, you talk about being in a fishbowl, you know, we live in a community of 3000 people here and I know 2,900 of them and they know me. And so it, it was, a, it was a struggle, but, um, you know, like I said before, everything in life that happens, Jesus is in control. And some of the things I look back on all my life, some of the worst things that have happened to me after I've gone through them and I come out the other side, I can see why I can see, you know, mm-hmm. something good from of it. And God is always working. And no matter what we do and what we go through or what sins we think we committed and, uh, it, it's, you know, God still loves us and, yeah. you know, we go on. And, uh, but I know what you're saying about, you know, in the fishbowl, cause I, those people come in all the time, mm-hmm. you know, from, from the church and the people that I've known and they're, they're beautiful people. You know, yeah. they, they love me and, and I love them for that because that's what God's people do. Yeah. You know, we don't, we don't throw people overboard. It's, um, we just love on people. And that's what I yeah. do in the store. I don't yeah. have the luxury because I work for somebody to, uh, to witness to people and like that, but I can mm-hmm. certainly love them and listen to them and, and right. talk to them. And, uh, I, I think they can, I think they see the love of, of, of God in me. Right. That's something that we've been talking about, Tom, like on the podcast about this whole situation with the COVID-19 and, um, mm-hmm. just how God's not done making something good out of this yet. Mm-hmm. Like we know that he's going to make all things good. And so that good is just not here yet for us. Right. So with that, you know, we just, we were just kind of wondering what is, what was it like working at a grocery store during this time and just kind of putting yourself in the middle of it and just how were you handling that? Yeah. Um, I think it's changed from the very beginning. Um, when it was just starting to be hyped, and uh, it was very, it was scary actually, because, mm-hmm. you know, we were just hearing about people dying and, you know, people in the hospital. And so we were all wearing the mask and the gloves and, you know, we had barriers put up at the counters and we were all doing, doing that. And it, it was, it was a bit scary. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know our employees were, were afraid and some of them just decided not to work and that's fine too. You know, everybody kind of, uh, reacted to it a little differently, mm-hmm. but, um, uh, for the most part, you know, we all, we all just, you know, have, have plowed through this whole thing and, and, uh, we're the only thing in the community. And, you know, I had that yeah. talk with, with a, lot of, a lot of them, you know, that, 
we're not going to close our doors. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we were just, we were just here and you know, I don't, I don't know this for sure, but we have over 400 employees with Jensen's and we have nine stores putting up the barriers in the front and all that stuff. But, uh, yeah, it, it's been, it's been interesting and it's been great to serve the community it really has. Yeah. That's what I, I loved. I love that you guys kept your doors open. I love to see um, how you guys were protecting, uh, the people as well, you know, and I had seen or heard, you know, a couple different things about, you know, just with the, the fear, you know, like with people being sick and still going in there and not really paying attention, that would frustrate me. And, and that's where I really found that, um, that your love for your workers really stepped up because, um, because I could see your, your concern for your employees. And I thought that was really neat, man, just to see that. And there's a couple other things that, you know, we were talking about pioneer and, the entrepreneur. And I know that you're talking about with your brother with that, but here's where I see this. And you is like, um, one of the things that Andrew was telling me about was yeast. So we were, um, so there was a shortage of yeast because everybody started baking, I'm guessing. And, um, and then here you guys, you come up with this, this idea of just putting yeast into the jars and selling the yeast so that people could get yeast. I love that, man. And then also with the hand sanitizer, you know, and how you guys just created this, this, uh, or found hand sanitizer that nobody else was able to, to yeah. have, you know, but yet you guys had that. And I just love yeah. that man about how you guys just stepped up and you just were creative and unique. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a, that was a huge need. Who would have ever thought we don't go through yeast. Uh, I, I don't go through a box in a month <laughs> when this all started, everybody started to bake. Mm-hmm. And right. it was a big move. So our bakery in the Blue Jay, actually, uh, they buy it by, you know, the barrels full. So we just started filling up the little containers and, and uh, doing it that way. You have to think outside the box, you know, sometimes. Um, you can't just keep doing things the, the same old way uh, as you've always done it. So especially in, you know, times like this. So, you know, and, you know, Jay, maybe you know, but, you know, you, you People question, you know, this COVID-19 thing and uh, what God's going to do. Is God going to do something? Is God involved in this? But, you know, wasn't it the blind man in the Bible that, you know, Jesus healed him? And and they came to Jesus and said, well, why was he born blind? Mm-hmm. And the only reason Jesus gave him is so at some point in his life, Jesus could heal him and be glorified. Yeah. So. I mean, that was the reason his whole purpose in life for a moment like this, mm-hmm. this, this man was blind all of his life, just so at, at a point in his life, Jesus could heal him and he would be glorified. Yes. And it was like, I see that during times like this, you know, this is going to uh, get better, you know, and we're going to come out of this and Jesus will be glorified. Yeah. Um, that, that's for sure. And it's, um, you know, you just have to look at things that, look disastrous, you know, to us through our eyes and just know that Jesus looked at things a little differently than we do. But, uh, I think he'll be glorified in all this. Oh, I totally agree, man. I, that's, that's kind of like what Bud was saying earlier, just about, you know, that, that the good, the good will come out of this eventually, you know, and it's just a matter of, of just waiting and, and seeing. And, you know, I've noticed Tom that, um, like as, as, uh, as I'm, down the, off the mountain and, um, 
you know, seeing more people out and about, like seeing cars go out and about more, um, more people kind of going back to their jobs, going back to uh, business as usual. Um, and some, you know, that as like in San Bernardino County now, it's, you know, as far as the mask goes, you can wear it if you want. It's an option, right? It's become yeah. an option. And, right. and so um, I think that the fear of this is starting to leave a little bit but also there's other people that, that still have fear. So it's kind of going back and forth as far as, you know, what do we do now? Do we um, open up our doors fully? Now you've had your doors open the entire time. You have been one of those people that have just been a part of it. You know, like, like we talk about the, um, the first responders, you know, how they're the ones that are going in while everybody else is running out. And I think that we've seen this with the stores, with the grocery stores that you guys have had to endure all this, the yeah. entire time. Like you haven't had a break. Like some people talk about, you know, oh, I've been able to read so many books. I've been able to, you know, binge watch. And, and I, I could guarantee you that you have not been able to do what everybody else has been able to do as far as that no, goes, no. you know, that you've yeah. been just going at it the entire time. So like kind of from this point on, like as things start to begin to lighten up, um, what are, what are you guys going to do? Like at Jensen's, like, are you guys coming up with any ideas? Or are you just going to continue to, um, do what you've been doing or, or, um, you know, are you going to be able to take a break? Like I saw how you finally got to take a day off and go have some lunch. You're yeah. able to take a little break or what's, what's kind of some of the, the future plans for you and for Jensen's. Well, you know, this thing is still very fluid every day. It changes, you, you know, and different counties change, uh, you know, different aspects of how they're reopening and such. And, uh, I think the biggest thing we're doing right now is we're seeing, we're being very sensitive to our customers because every customer is different. Mm-hmm. You know, you have the ones that are still wearing masks and they're still scared. And uh, some of us are not wearing masks now. Um, and some of the, some of the, the customers are not wearing masks and, uh, it, it gets very tense in the store throughout the day because, uh, you know, people, like I said, people are all different and there's a lot of them are still scared. And, uh, I would say what, what we're doing at Jensen is that we're, we're just staying very, uh, we're being very sensitive to all of our customers and, and our employees at the same time yeah. to uh, just make sure that, that everybody feels comfortable. And, uh, I mean, if we have to, if, if we get too many, uh, people who are, are scared, we'll all start wearing masks again as employees, even though we're not required mm-hmm. to do that. Um, because we don't want people to be scared and there are, we see it every single day, every day. There's not a day that goes by that we don't, you know, have people getting mad at first. It was, they didn't want to wear the mask and I don't have to wear a mask and stuff like that. And, you know, so we had to kind of fight with them on that. And now it's the people that are wanting to know why, or why isn't everybody wearing a mask? And everybody yeah. should be. So it's, um, it, it just changes every single day. And then the influx of people we get on the weekend, I would say that is our greatest, uh, source of, uh, of concern, mm-hmm. you know, on the weekends, we see lots of people we don't know, right. you know, all through the week, we see locals and we know who they are. We know them, but on the weekend from Friday to Sunday, we see a lot of people who we don't know and they're coming in groups and, uh, it's almost like they live in a different world, you know? And mm-hmm. so those are actually the scary part, the weekends for us. Yeah. I feel like, um, our mountain has just handled this all, kind of really well with taking a step back and just kind of following the guidelines, 
following the stay at home orders and following the wear the mask. Like people have been really good about that up here. And so yeah. it's it's weird when you go down the hill or to these different areas. Like my parents were at the beach a couple of weeks ago and you know, nobody was wearing a mask over there. Yeah. And so it's just been interesting um, just to see the, how the different areas, even amongst the country have been reacting yeah. to this. Right. Right. And it's very different. It's very different. And everybody reacts a little differently. Yeah, no doubt. So, um, so that's as far as with uh, Jensen's goes. And I think that's awesome. I was just thinking of that verse, you know, where it talks about, and I think I shared this last week, just about how, um, for the ones who are weeping, we weep with them. The ones who are rejoicing, we rejoice with them. And so I think that's cool, Tom, that you guys are are looking at that and thinking about how you can just make the community comfortable yeah, and make your employees yeah. comfortable. I think you have such right. a shepherd's heart, man. I really do, dude. And, and I just, I just think that's cool. So now, um, outside of Jensen's, let's talk about Tom. So are you going to be able to get a break out of this? Or are you going to take a little time off or what, what, what can you do? Uh, for- Right now, no. I mean, I have my days off during the week. I take a day off um, on Wednesdays and such. But um, I canceled the vacation as many, you know, people did. We're, we had, I'm probably down 15% of my employees that decided to stay home. Uh, some folks that were a little older and they wanted to stay home. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm down right now. So we're we're all working, you know, extra hours. and mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'll, I'll get a break, you know, maybe when this thing slows down a little bit, hopefully August, September, October, something like that, maybe. But, uh, yeah, right now, though, we're just uh, we're just kind of working. And I feel very blessed. You know, you talked mm-hmm. about people staying home and, you know, doing a lot of stuff. And I, I'm, I feel so blessed that I'm working and I'm well. And uh, I, I, I pray for the people who are, are not working and haven't worked for a few months. And uh, I can't even imagine what that's like. Yeah. But, um, you know, I talked to one of my vendors this morning. You guys probably know, uh, know him. Uh, he lives in the town here and he said he hasn't worked for two months and he doesn't know how it happened. Um, but he is not behind in, in any of his bills and his rent. And I said, I told, I said, Chris, you know, that's, that's a miracle. That's something you ought to be telling people about about God, you know, he says he's better off now than he was two months ago <laughs> and he hasn't been working. Wow. I mean, it was like that, that $1,200 was like the, the five loaves, you know, it just went so far mm-hmm. for him. Yeah. And I, I told him, I said, that's a miracle. And you, you need to share that with people. Yeah. So, uh, and that's what's happening. I think we're going to hear a lot of stories like that when we come out of this from, from people, uh, who just, you know, God made it happen. For that is so funny, man, because I actually just got a text earlier and it was from one of my clients and they were asking me about this check, like, Hey, why would I get this check in? And so I was explaining to them, you know, how come they most likely got the check because, um, you know, just because it was overpay on the escrow or impound account. And so, um, so she was telling me, she's like, this is just a miracle. And she's like, and this has been happening for the past few months over and over yeah. and over again. I haven't been working, but yet I'm still, um, receiving money or receiving funds in weird ways that have just been right. keeping me afloat. So that's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's awesome. So um, gonna hear a lot of I totally agree. I totally agree with that, Tom. Um, let me just ask you this, uh, going back to this, this time, like kind of in the beginning and how you were saying like how you never, uh, how you want to keep the doors open, you know, for the public. 
Was there ever a point where you felt like that you needed to shut the doors? Um, well, not for myself. I mean, I, I don't, you know, I don't, I can't make those decisions mm-hmm. and I'm not sure that, uh, there was a point where, you know, where Jensen's out of the company, um, considering many things. And I'm sure that, that might've been one of them. I mean, as you know, if somebody would have, have contracted, uh, this, uh, this virus mm-hmm. in our right. store, most all of our employees would have had to, you know, gone home for two weeks. Yeah. But yeah. that's, that's what I say. That has never happened. God's, I think God protected us from, from getting that. And I don't believe that's happened in any of our stores. That's um, awesome. So because if that would have happened and we had to close the doors, you know, uh, that would have been a not good for the community. But, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, I don't know that we ever decided to, if that was ever in, in the thought process to, to close the doors or not. But uh, early on, like I said, there was, this was so huge and so big uh, that I don't know what they were thinking over in the corporate office. But. Yeah. Yeah. They're probably thinking, yeah. how do we get more toilet paper? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, some of our buyers around the clock, literally, you know, uh, you talk about the hand sanitizer, you know, by two thirty in the morning, talking to somebody, a supplier that had it. So we got all these cases in, they were literally around the clock trying to find, Crazy. you know, we have every, Time toilet paper in the world in there now, not just the three times we've always had. Yeah. So, uh, they, you know, Jensen's as a whole, you know, managers and their buyers and, and you know, the corporate people, they've, they've done a lot during this whole time and they've taken care of us uh, very well. So that's, that's awesome. awesome. That is really cool. Yeah. So, yeah. In, in what ways do you feel like you've become a better you in this time? Like, what ways do you feel like you've grown? Well, that's, uh, I think I've, I've come, I've become closer. I think we all have, but I, I believe I've, I've, uh, I've come closer to the people in the community mm-hmm. and uh, more of a, almost like a family, yeah. you know, they're more of a family now, um, which is just, uh, you know, you talk about feeling the love. I think uh, every day that I go home, you know, I think of the people that I encountered during the day and, uh, you know, and what they were in there doing and buying and talking to them. And it's just brought us, it's brought us all closer. And it took me because, you know, I love that. I, I love people. I was mm-hmm. telling my son last night, you know, it's like, to try us as a Christian, you know, I just love people. I love everybody. And it doesn't take much for, you know, me to just love people. Um, and I love seeing people. And I think it's just, uh, the, this whole event has just encouraged me to be more like that. Just That's to treat awesome. people like they're my family. That's and, cool. uh, you know, we, we all remember that. What would Jesus do? Um, you know, back in the, I don't know, eighties or what, whenever that was, it's like, yeah. well, my thing was do what Jesus did. And that's what he did. He just loved <laughs> yeah. them people. Yes. You know, he, it, wasn't, it wasn't real hard. He just loved people. Right. It didn't matter if it was a prostitute or a, or a who it was. You know, he loved them. And uh, that's why people were drawn to him. So I think that's what it's pretty much done for me. It's just brought me closer to, to people in our community and, and uh, made them feel more like family. That's Love really that. cool, Tom. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's just amazing to see what you've done with uh, Jensen's. And, and we do, we thank Jensen's, mm-hmm. you know, just for um, taking care of y'all and, yeah. And we thank you, Tom, yeah. just for taking care of this community and just being here and just watching over. And 
And like I said, again, man, you have a shepherd's heart and I just, I thank the Lord for you and just want to encourage you with that. Just uh, keep doing well, what you're doing. Yeah. I yeah. Thanks, it. man. I love you guys. Yeah. Okay. We thanks. love you, Tom. Thanks and, for uh, coming on and sp- spending this time with us. And it was awesome to hear from you. Okay. I appreciate you guys. I really do. <laughs> God bless you, bro. Yeah. God bless, man. Right. We'll talk to you later. All right. Bye. Bye. So right. that was fun, wasn't it? That was awesome. Dude, Tom, he he's just a really great guy. And and um, and if you are a part of this community, you know, just go in there and just uh, give him a fist pump because he has been working tirelessly. He was not saying that, but I know um, we're right across the street from Jensen's. Yeah. And I see that guy there all the time. And, um, and he's just been doing an amazing thing. He's been working um, amazingly with what he has had. And, and like he was saying with Jensen's, you know, he kept giving the the credit back to Jensen's. And, and so I think that's really cool that Jensen's have done that. And I know they do have um, nine different stores, like he was saying, and they're all in communities kind of similar to this. So anyways, if you're around, just be sure to go in there and just thank Tom. And, and, you know, bud, this morning we were talking just a little bit about friends yeah, and how important it is to have the right friends, you know, and, and the Bible tells us this, it says, um, anxiety in the heart of man causes depression, but a good word makes it glad. The righteous should choose his friends carefully for the way of the wicked leads them astray. And, and I just think that it's so important as, as we just close this out and as we just think of Tom and we think mm-hmm. of the other friends that, that, that we have in our lives, you know, and, and it's important that we just choose our friends wisely. I mean, there's, yeah. there's acquaintances, there's people that, you know, you know, people that, you, um, that you're around and all that, but then there's friends yeah. and with these friends you open up with, you become vulnerable with, you encourage them, you know, you go through the good times and the bad times. And it's so important for us to choose our friends wisely. Yeah. And Tom is definitely one of those friends and, and I'm glad that we chose him. Yeah, definitely. I think that that's a big thing when you become a Christian and you're trying to surround yourself with other Christians and it's hard and it's hard because mm-hmm. you might have to lose some friends yeah. in your life. Yeah. And, you know, it's a difficult thing to go through. But the cool thing is, is that as a Christian, we have this community mm-hmm. and we have this community of believers and that are all after the same goals and all after the same God. And yeah. so when we all team up together, you know, that's what that's what makes a perfect family. Yeah. Oh, man. So true. And I love that. What Tom said about the peach seed, you yeah. know, we're like a peach yeah, seed and, and, awesome. uh, and then Jesus covers us, you know, yeah. and, he becomes a, and I was just thinking about that, you know, like just the peach and yeah, just, oh, I, was, I, was so I was envisioning it the whole, Dude, that the was whole a thing. great analogy, great yeah. analogy. And so if you're feeling like that, you're just that, that rough seed and that you're all alone right now, yes. I would just like to encourage you just to reach out to the Lord, you know, and allow yeah. him to cover you, you know, to be that, to be that peach covering, you know, yes. just that, just that, um, you know, just that softness, that smoothness and, and let him uh, grind out that roughness that's in each one of us. And also guys, we just want to throw it out there that if, if there's anybody that you would like us to interview, or maybe you yourself want to be interviewed, feel free to hit us up. I mean, we're, we're open. We are. And so we'd love to have you on or anybody on. So if you're feeling like you want to come on and talk to us, then do it. Let's do it. And you can hit us up at our email better together dr at gmail.com and then also 
we do have some cool things coming to better together. We do, man. You've, you, uh, you and Desi have been working on, um, the website. Yep. Right. Yep. Getting the yeah, website we, going. We're getting this website coming. Hopefully, hopefully it'll be here soon. Yep. Yep. <laughs> we, it's, uh, it's, it's something that we're having to be very patient with and, and that's okay, yeah. you know, because once it comes and it's going to be great. Right. And so then, um, once we get the website up, we're going to be sharing just more information about us, about what we're doing, about how to get involved with us, um, even just going to buying some better together gear. Yeah. You know, t-shirts, hoodies, hats, yep. hats. things yep. like that. We're going to have that available on there. And so, yeah, it's, it's going to be awesome. I'm really excited. It's, it's, it's been a cool time, um, this quarantine time for us. And I know it hasn't for everybody. Right. And, um, you know, even just for Tom, like Tom, Tom had a hard time during it, but he is, he like an ox just kept his head down, pushed right through it, you know, plowed the open fields and even during the hard times. And, you know, maybe that's the position that you, the listeners in, you're going through a hard time, you know, but the great part about this for us is we've been able to open some new doors and walk through them. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I love that. Um, that like, as, as Tom was talking about how he's just really, um, got a deeper love for the community through this, Yeah, you know, and that's, uh, one of the things for us too, is we've just really been able to, to dial in and, um, and dig deep, you know, and just come out here for you as a community and just to try to bring you some encouraging words. And so hopefully today it's been encouraging hearing from Tom, uh, he's manager at Jensen's Market and yep. uh, right here in downtown Running Springs. Yeah. He has uh, some crazy barbecues on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Yeah. And sometimes we get to smell it from over here. So yeah. anyways, once again, go in there, encourage Tom. Yeah. Look forward to the the website. Look forward to buying some Better Together apparel so you could show it off because mm-hmm. it's going to be rad, guys. Mm-hmm. Yes, I use that word rad. <laughs> Bringing it back to the 80s. Bring it back, man. It's going to be rad. <laughs> And so with that, remember, guys, in the midst midst of life storms, storms, we are always better together. together.